gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing Michael Caine. My opinion matters, you're so far in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. What I attempt, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind. Everything's coming, I'm Kyle tonight. Everything's coming, I'm Kyle tonight. Everyone's coming on Kyle tonight. Wait, what? No, nobody's coming on Kyle tonight. Everything's coming on Kyle tonight. You can't shut this mouth. Season 5, Episode 11 of Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. I am your host, Kyle Mocha. Thank you, everybody that is joining us here live tonight and to everybody in the future listening on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be receiving this. You can always go to moot.tv and find all of the links there. Yeah. That's a website, just, you know, moot.tv. It confuses some people, but it is an actual website. It is. You can go there, you can find all of our past episodes and episodes of plenty of other shows, like Let Me Ask You a Question, White Wasabi, and The Derek D. Dozen, and more coming soon. True. I'm going to be hush-hush about that for right now, though. What I'm not going to be hush-hush about is my my love, my adoration mm-hmm. for the song that's going on upstairs. You thought I was yeah. going to say you, you dumb uh, motherfucker. Fuck you off, thought bro. I was. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate you too, okay? I love you. Yeah, I'm here joined every week by Mr. Justin Olimpedo. Hey, man. How we doing today, brother? Oh, uh, I had a day. It was a day. You got locked out of a house. I did. My In girlfriend the... bought a house yeah. and... Uh... Were, I meant to grab my keys. Mm-hmm. You always do. You always mean to grab your well, keys. I had a handful and like it was carrying a bag, two garbage bags. Like I was just helping get yeah. shit tidied up. Yeah. And I walk out of the door. And you just and I, forgot. Yeah. To and then I go to keys. reach down and grab my keys because I wear them on my waist. Uh-huh. And, uh, they weren't there. They were not there. And then we four hours later. Four hours later. He finally. No, it wasn't yeah. four hours. It was a couple later. hours she later. She came and got me pretty quick. Oh, right. It felt like four hours because I was playing Settlers of Catan on my phone. I played like 20 games while I was waiting. Well, stop being so goddamn good at I'm Settlers so, of Catan. Oh, I'm not that good yet. I'm not. That, I'm learning. I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn. All right, guys. Zach will be down here shortly. If you can hear in the background, possibly. 
yes. he is finishing mixing and mastering one of the weirdest uh, Christmas songs ever written. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm it's excited extremely to hear strange. It. Uh, it's weird. It, it, it's um, I don't know. You, you might say that it's going to be an abomination. Wonderful segue. <laughs> we are now joined by Great. one of the co-founders of Abomination Brewing Company, Mr. Joe Feldman is here with Hell us. Yeah. Hey. How you What's doing, up? buddy? You're back. Yeah. You're back. Two yeah, and a half been... years almost. Yeah. Two years, two months. Two years and a month, I think. Something Long like that. Time. It was like, yeah, I got to, oh, yeah, it was, because it was Hello Wiener was the song that yeah. we did, yeah. and that was our Halloween Hello song. Hello Wiener. That was when yeah. we were letting Zach name songs and not judging and him. It. It's, a, it's a brutal song. It's a ridiculous <laughs> song. But we were just saying, while we were upstairs, and, and you got here a little bit ago to get uh, ready for this live broadcast, uh, when you were here, it was season two, episode two. We were not on camera. No. We did not. Yeah. Ha- we had That's lights true. still. We had lights, but we were on camera. They were I just still don't know me- if you should be on camera. I definitely <laughs> shouldn't be. I, definitely, I mean, when I look over by someone, I'm sitting there like this, and that's how I, I'm sitting on camera. Yeah. Ah, nobody should be looking at this. Um, but yeah, you guys were here, you and Josh, and we tasted some of your beer. We were tasting a sour beer. I forget what it was. There was a sour uh, something. Probably that, at that time, shotgun sour. Shotgun sour sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, and so we were we were doing some of that uh, drinking and talking, but it was the second ever brunch weekly original single when we decided, right. hey, let's start writing a whole song every week. And we wrote a seven minute and ten second song. I think that episode. I remember it being insanely long. Yeah, yeah. and we are crushing it this week because this one I think is about nine minutes yeah, nine when something. we left Zach alone. Right. So uh, every minute that passes is another ten minutes. I think he's adding <laughs> to the song. Nice. He's it's just going to be the whole show. This show's going to go five thousand three in the morning. Oh, well, it's be in ridiculous. another four years when you guys have me back uh-huh, on, uh-huh. Yep. hopefully I'll be good enough and I want in on the twelve minutes. Oh, yeah, all right, dude. We're going to. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was uh, song two, Hello Wiener, and now we are on song 79. Yeah. Technically 78 because we did one song twice, but still the 79th <laughs> song. That we and the cover, technically. Eh, but we did yeah. them all in one night, so I'm yes. counting it. All right, so Justin. Uh, That's pretty crazy. If you break it down into yeah. how many albums that actually is, yeah, like some we did it in our whatever episode it was when yeah. I went I went through a season five episode one I believe I went through all the bands that have music uh, released that are huge bands but they have released less music than we do so it's like a quality versus quantity uh, uh, argument like we're not better than Neutral Milk Hotel unless you really hate Neutral Milk Hotel but we have way more songs than they have you you throw a bunch of shit to the wall something's gotta stick a thousand lines in the water you're gonna catch something it might be a boot but you're gonna (laughs) catch something Uh, speaking of something we got something for you tonight with our featured artist an amazing singer songwriter from Australia that goes by Luke Morris Really cool. The guy looks like the, the fucking drummer of the Foo Fighters. We can't yeah. remember his full name. Uh, what uh, was his first name again? Taylor. Taylor. It's not Taylor Kitch Ham. and it's not Lautner. Taylor Ham. Yeah, Taylor <laughs> Ham, the drummer of, of the Foo Fighters. Um, he he looks, he just reminds me of him, so it kind of caught my eye. A little bit of a man crush on the dude. Uh, but we're going to be playing a video of his for his single, King of the It's a really cool highway. video, the way that they shot it it's and the really cool aspect video. ratio that they decided to go with. Yeah, and but also just the song itself is a weird, trippy, fun, yeah. uh, just like easy listening, but not. So stay tuned for that. And then later on in the show, um, I had a, a rough week or so off um, where I uh, lost a friend. And, you know, just whenever that happens, it brings 
brings the memories of things that you know friends you've lost in the past and everything like that uh so we are going to be doing a tribute to that friend at the end of the yeah. show tonight um i didn't know how to go into it and then out of it without still being sad so i'm just going to mention it here we're going to blow by it and then we'll just be sad at the end of the show yeah so stay tuned for tears stay tuned now we're gonna we're not gonna cry we're not gonna cry not again, Joe. I don't cry. I'm not going to cry, Joe. <laughs> not, not again. again. Not again. So uh, this cool thing I found today, I was fucking around online, and I found a website called spacehey.com. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Spacehey.com. And it is a clone of the OG MySpace, and it, it, it acts and operates exactly like MySpace. But, like, the early, earliest MySpace, where it's just, like, the white background, the blue, and, like, yeah. everything. And so I signed up for it. And they are trying to stop it from blowing up. I think they just started it. I think they must have just launched it. But I made a houseboat account, so you can go to MySpace or, or uh, space? <laughs> spacehay.com forward slash houseboat, and you can get <laughs> and add us as your friend on this nice. fake MySpace. But I will give them uh, a little bit of uh, my grief here. They have a music section. The whole thing about MySpace is it hinged on music. It was originally created for bands to have a place to put out their music. Right. And they had an amazing, I don't know if you remember, but they had an amazing local music section. You could go state to state. Right. You could break yeah. down even further. I remember My Steady Backfire was ranked number one screamo band in Pennsylvania one day because we had 4,000 or 5,000 hits in one day. The yeah. name of that band takes me fucking oh, back. Oh, yeah, it should. It's, it's over Way back. 12 years ago. Yeah, it's a long, you were, you were yet a wee boy. You were paying things in blood back then. You were crushing some enemies. They might have been thine. Yeah, today is forever is yesterday is histories. You know, was it today is history? Was that one of the name ideas at one point Keith had when you guys were playing in bands back in the day? Yeah, like yesterday is tomorrow. Yeah, yesterday is tomorrow's history's gone. Something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so great. Uh, But yeah, so this MySpace. Shout out to Keith. This MySpace clone. Yeah, big ups to Keith. Um, Big ups to Keith. They they are using the iTunes music rankings right now, so it I might hope be a DCM thing because the corporations are now going after YouTube, okay, uh, all Twitch, right. all that. So maybe they're just like whatever they they're able to actually license. That makes sense, but it's it's just a list, like they it's yeah, just okay. like a ranking, but they're just taking it from iTunes instead. So I'm hoping SpaceHay.com kicks off. Uh, it's a it's a space for friends, not a place for friends. That's what their tagline is. A space for friends. So go check that out. Sign up cool. and and add us again. Houseboat. Uh, Spacehay.com forward slash houseboat. Let's make this thing a thing. Uh, another yeah. weird occurrence that's going on right now. It's brilliant that, but it's weird that I've never heard of this before. This year, uh, actually, Amanda just posted our fan, uh, formerly Mylinger, now Butler, uh, right. posted Whamageddon, right? She posted a thing about Whamageddon. Um, I'm in. I'm in. This is a game that we're going to play, uh, and I'm in, and we're going to just keep updating you every week throughout Christmas. The whole okay. thing is uh, the first rule, the objective of the game, is to go as long as possible without hearing Wham's Christmas classic, Last Christmas. The last Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I'm game. familiar. So it starts December twenty or it's December first today, okay. and it goes to December twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. Whenever you hear it, and it has to be the OG, the original. Any remixes or covers are fine. You can listen to those, but when you hear it and you recognize that you heard it, like if someone four hours later goes, "Oh, it played in this," you're like, "Well, I didn't notice it playing." Yeah, it's not. It's when you notice. I mean, you have it to be honest, though. Right. Go, Oh, you need to go... Are you lying to yourself? Yep, you need to go on to Facebook or your social media or whatever and hashtag Whamageddon and let everybody know that you got hit. And we're trying to see how far you can go into the month 
Now, don't be a dick and just bomb people with fucking. Is last this like Christmas. a sandwich punch thing? Like once you know you you're a player for life. Uh yeah yeah I think at least until you hear it or December twenty fourth rolls around. Um, right. I don't know what sandwich punch is though, and, and I have another game. Once I tell you, you're a player for life. Well, man. then you have to agree <laughs> to play the game that I'm talking. I'm going to tell you about. So I'm down playing sandwich game. If you want to tell me, Justin. <laughs> sandwich game. Yeah, I'm what, sort what of just sitting. I here. couldn't sandwich give you punch. all the rules. I could okay. give you like a rough like recap on it. So if you want to consider yourself a player, I'd yeah. still probably look up the rules. Okay. It pretty much just revolves around punching other people. Sandwiches, but oh. there's oh, I'm down with that. there's rules <laughs> okay. with not being able to punch someone else's yeah. sandwich. Yeah. Like oh, you put a wrapper over whatever, you can't punch that other. All right, so sandwich. we'll look that up. But you oh, should you can't play... punch it like into their face, like from their can hands. You, you can't punch. Can you punch it straight in the air? Yeah, yeah, right in the air. I think I'm not sure if hands is. Um, a free game. I think if it's in your hands, you can't punch it. Okay, I'd have okay. to look it up again. You I can't pick it up. Though. I became sandwich. a player in like seventh grade, so nice. I gotta look up the rules it's again. Still going no one's punched my strongly. sandwich in a while. <laughs> well, we used to play back in the day. We used to play aces, um, and aces is a game that uh, if you were told about, you have to play for forever. Keith and I are, I think, the only players that are still actively playing. I remember. And what the game is is that at all times you have to have an ace, and I have had this ace that is barely an ace anymore. You can see it's barely a card. There's a little part folded it over looks like here. It's barely a card to begin with. Yeah, it's it barely so, is. Like, yeah, it's been brand. in every wallet. It's a bicycle. It's a bicycle. <laughs> every wallet I've had for the last My fifteen bad. years. Damn. And I have worn it down to that. And the game is, is if anybody ever says aces, you have to be able to produce an ace within where you are currently standing. You can pivot. You cannot move one leg, and you can pivot and reach, but an ace has to be on you at all times. We allow rules or certain things, like you can get a tattoo of an ace if you're that dedicated, and it's for the game. If you just already have an ace tattooed on you, it doesn't, doesn't count. count. You have to get it specifically for the game and kind of announce of it when you do. Um, now, if you cannot produce your ace, you have to drop your pants wherever you are at any moment. The second that you are proposed with this situation and you decide you are not, you are out of the game for life. And you can't play the game anymore. My buddy Wayne Fugate, former owner of Valor Clothing Company back in the day in East Stroudsburg, introduced me to this game. And on his wedding day, I tried to pull the aces and his cousin, who was the best man pulled an ace on him during his best man speech <laughs> and he we knew he didn't have an ace on him and his wife refused to let him do it she was just like you're not doing this you're not doing this and he went all right and then we were just like you're retired from the game you can't play and i think again keith and i are the only two left playing so if you see me around and you Does shout mean- aces at me and i don't have it on me i'll drop my pants i'll do it try to ah! Does ah! that mean try uh... to avoid any uh, uh instances where it might be around a uh a school or a park or anything like Does that. Does that mean that everybody that's listening now is a part of Yeah, technically, game? if you're listening now and I know you're listening now and you tell me, oh, I listened to last week's show and then I'm going to be like, all right, sweet, aces. <laughs> and if you can't produce an ace, you have to you have to show me your, your what's under your pants, basically. It's a there great game for perverts. It's a great game for perverts. Speaking of perverts, we are now joined by the one, the only, the super perverse, Mr. Zachary... Wow, Pop Storman, you are an impressive pop there. That is a solid one off pop. Came that in like loud. a hurricane. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got, oh, yeah. got sun on my pop filter. Oh, now, Zach, are you, in, are you in on the Whamageddon game that we're going to be playing? Uh, if you hear Last Christmas by, by Wham, 
uh, you're out and you have to. You don't have social media. You just have to text us. I've already heard when, it this today. Year. Did you hear it today? When does it? It start started today? December first. You have from now until well, I December twenty fourth. Looked at the court sheet of last Christmas. Then today? that doesn't count. And if it's a cover or I'm, or a, okay. a, a remix, it doesn't count. So you can listen. You to can the play song. it all you want. Yep, you can play it yourself all day long. You just can't listen to the original. So let us know, and you guys at home, let us know when you get whammed out. Um, so every week, hashtag <laughs> whammy. Whammy. Uh, every week we like to get together and sip on some beverages. Uh, we are sipping on some Budweiser to get these into our official ranking, and only for that reason. Yeah. We're going to piss off some, some Charlie Pishnicks today. And we've got another uh, another weird guy that we got to get to drink. So, Justin, let's hit it. What are we drinking? We drink it so you don't have to. Rub you in in the morning for the bathroom. Cheap you just pointed that out, but yeah, we're going to have to refilm that when the new kitchen, which is behind that boarded wall there, uh, is finished. We're going to have to refilm it. And maybe we should do it with a clean kitchen <laughs> because we did not think through. We were just like, yeah, we're just going to tape it. And there's just This stuff. kitchen is never going to be dirty. This kitchen, you're going to, you can just hire All me to come right. over. I'm going to want to keep it clean for you. It's brand new. Brand new. Ripped out floor nice. to the basement. The the support of the house was the redone. Foundation the, foundation the, the foundation is new. The foundation is new. Everything is new. Hope it doesn't smell weird. Imagine if it, you, they built it; it just has like a natural weird it just smell. Smells like, like cut wood for a while. It just smells like Pagano yeah. I mean, the foundation forever. is great; it's brand new, but it <laughs> smells really weird. <laughs> All right, so as I was saying, we've got Budweiser that we are uh, sipping on as our tasting beer, and it's it is the it is the the special holiday package where they show you some of them. What are they? Clydesdale, Clydesdale horses, horse dykes, Clydesdale, Clydesdale. There you go. K. Klondike horses. Um, Close. I've probably horses. been making that mistake my entire life. I've probably called Klondike bears, or not Kodiak bears, Klondike bears. I just want a Klondike bar. Um, yeah. So Budweiser is uh, the king of beers. It is an American lager. And it and went it through a, um, a lawsuit. put it on here? Is it 4.2%? What is this? It went through it's a major lawsuit a couple sure. of years ago. It says five. Is this the the Boudvar from from? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. basically Budweiser. Yeah. For brief brief history of Budweiser. There was a guy traveling yeah, through um wherever wherever Budapest is, and there's a beer that was called Budvar, and it was the king's beer. Budapest is in Hungary. Hungary, yeah. So they were going through Hungary, and they found this uh, beer. And they stole the recipe, and they brought it to America, and they renamed yep. Budvar Budweiser. And like a hundred years later, Budvar was like, "Whoa, why can't we sell our beer in, in America?" And they're like, "Well, because it already exists, and it's copyright. You know, they've got the rights to it." Right. And they lost to the pe- the people that originally brewed it lost to mm-hmm. Budweiser because they had established themselves for so long. And now Budweiser, that's the most American thing a beer has ever done is just <laughs> yeah, straight probably. up steal something and call it the king of beers. Um, you guys, do you drink Budweiser? Will you reach for a Budweiser? I don't mind drinking Budweiser. If it's offered, I'll drink it. But I'm not uh, choosing Budweiser. Yeah, I mean, you offered it to me, so it's in my hand. But if if I'm going for, like, cheap light beer, uh, Genesee. Yeah. Yingling. You go regular Genesee? Genesee Cream Ale? Well, cream cream preferred, but I'll drink Genesee beer. What about, have you had Genesee Black? 
I have not. Had it's Genesee not black. good. It's, it's, it's not, not that good. Dude. It's not good. Cream ale I like cream ale. I, like I enjoy it. Not it's warm. Gross. We figured that out before. But, but you also you drink lager, um, yeah. like Gingling lager. We in this area just call it lager because that's what it is. Yeah. Would, yeah. I would never. If you handed me this, I would never consider this a lager. Now, as a brewer, no. they, they there has to be a certain process to make it a lager. Technically. Mm. Do they actually follow that? Do you know? Like, can they legally? Should they be calling this like a light beer? Or I don't can know they? their actual practices, but yeah, I think I mean, they just throw uh, rice I, and pee. I believe into a it's pot. actually a lager. Yeah, um, I believe it's considered an American adjunct lager because okay. there's either rice or corn in it. I think Budweiser sure rice. rice. Corn usually rice. makes yeah. it a cream ale. Yeah. Well, you should be uh, happy they are using 100. percent Renewable energy. Oh, that's to make good. This. Okay, if they could oh, use one hundred percent better ingredients, uh, it'd be good. Now, I don't better ingredients. Better pizza, racists. Um, it's, that's the new logo for the slogan for Papa John's. But Papa John's. He went off the deep end. Yeah, sucked, yeah. Dude. He shouted the N word yeah, in, in, yeah. in, in a room with like microphones and. You're not supposed to do that. What you think was going to happen, buddy? Uh, <laughs> nothing. I'm rich. I thought Peyton was going to save me. I eat pizza. Who All right. Cares? So on a scale of zero to one hundred, we don't have to digress on on Budweiser anymore. Knowing what it is, it's supposed to be a lager, an American lager. What do you rank it, Justin, on a scale of zero to one hundred? Forty-five. All right, Zachary. Did you grow up drinking Budweiser? Was oh, Bud yeah. in your house? Bud was around. So it's kind of like drinking, you know, like milk to you. You've been doing it your whole life. Do you There's like pictures it? of me in the stroller holding, holding a Budweiser. <laughs> Does it hold a special place in your heart then? Uh, this was what my dad drank when I was young. Okay. And then my grandfather actually switched. My mom's dad switched from Jenny Cream to Budweiser when he hit. 80? Yeah, because he had to keep the pounds off at 80. Yeah, uh, at 80, he's like, he's, oh, this, uh, this Jenny Cream is too much. And he switched too to much, regular yeah. Budweiser. Or he found out he was lactose intolerant. Just didn't want to risk it with the cream ale, you know? There might be actual so every, cream you know, in there. I, I don't, I I don't go and it's, buy these, but every once in a while, I'll be at my parents' house. Yeah. I just find one somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so zero to 100, 100, where do you throw it? 54. 54. All right, Joe. We're going to throw yours in there. We count the guests along with ours whenever they're here. Zero to 100, knowing what it is and what it's supposed to be. What do you give it? I, I mean, it is what it is. It's, yeah. It's not my favorite, though. Yeah. Um, I would take I'd take a Coors over this. I'd take a couple of things over. Coors it. original, 100% yeah. over this. Like, 1,000%. Banquet. Um, mm. I, I even think I'd take a Miller Lite out over mm. this, man. I'm mm. going 35. 35. Okay. All right. I'm going to go. I'm thinking kind of around the area. It's not that bad. Zach's at. better. I'm going to say, I'm going to give For it a sure. 58. I'm going to give it a 58. It's a failing grade, but it's above the bottom half, you right. know? It's not amazing. It's just kind of it. It is, like you said, it is what it is. Now, something that is probably, hopefully, going to also be what it is. We now have 12 Fives, which is the weirdest name for a They had a logo on this. 12 Fives Rebel Hard Coffee Limited Edition Peppermint Mocha Latte Malt Beverage with Natural Flavors and 100 Arabica Coffee. It's cool and refreshing 5% alcohol by volume. Now, we've done the Brown Bomber. I'm nervous about the peppermint side of this. That's what, that's the only thing I I'm worried about. Bar, <laughs> I had the, uh, the, the Bass Hard Coffee, and that shit was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Bass Hard Coffee we did. I like that. that I this like smells that. good. 
Oh, this does. Okay, it's not overpowering the peppermint. I was thinking it was gonna. I, I don't want it to I taste. I had a peppermint mocha latte from Starbucks today. So okay, so I you have, can compare that. It's yeah, fresh in your I brain. have a baseline. I just didn't want to get all of the alcohol from the peppermint. I didn't Ooh, want it to be like a schnapps. It smells like an Andes, man. Yeah, it yeah, does. Yeah, but oh, I feel like the alcohol. Not I feel like the alcohol on in this is going to kill the no, back peppermint end. Peppermint kind of gets you. I'm hoping five percent. It it covers it up. Let's give us a sipper here. Oh, that yeah. is so fucking easy. Yeah. Wow. That is a three sip beer. Really There's good. no alcohol in that. If there is alcohol in That's here, I am delicious. I'm going to buy coffee. more of these. I don't even know what the fucking cost it was. I don't know what Yo, the cost 12 was. 12 Rebel bucks? Hard Coffee. Yeah. Go yeah. for it, guys. 12 Fives Rebel Holy Hard Coffee, shit. Peppermint. Mocha wow. latte. I'm, this is gonna be gone by the time we're done grading. This, you this should is drink better this than Christmas the shit Eve. that I brought you guys. Let's just not even. All right. <laughs> Don't worry. We're gonna that. get to that later and attack you and your beer in a little bit. But wow. I'm giving this a 90. This is a 90 for what it is. For it's alcoholic it coffee. It is peppermint. It's a mocha latte. Hey, drink Fuck these yeah. on Christmas Eve, Nine, Christmas I'm giving, morning. I'm giving it a 90 because for milk. what it is, it's perfect. It's exactly what I want. I don't know. Joe, what would you give this on a scale of 0 to 100? 0 to 100? Dude, I, it, I'm right up there with you. 92. Mm. Mm. This is on the verge of becoming the highest ranked beverage. In terms of hard done. coffee, like, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't compare it with, like, Budweiser. I mean, if you're going to no, put no, it up no. against actual beer, it yeah. fails. But but if of we, course, if you but for what this hard is. Coffee, yeah. for, like, I think this, this is, is probably delicious. better than the Pabst. I think this yes. is better than the yeah. Brown Bomber. And I'm interested interested to try their non-peppermint because the peppermint's really winning me over on this one. Yeah, it is the Andes mint, as you said, that flavor. It's the right amount perfect of peppermint. Balance. Perfect balance. All right. The thing I think with this is uh, the fact that it's not beer, mm-hmm. and trying to add do that coffee thing. Like I don't, I, I don't. The Paps is good, but yeah. when it comes down to it. That's not something I'm going to usually drink. Yeah. I'm not going to go out of my way to continually drink that often. Oh, absolutely. Because of the There's beer no flavor. So, what do you give this out. on a 0 to 100 then? You give this I, I'm right there with you guys. Right there? 91. Yeah. 91. All right, Zach, it's up to you. It's you like could chocolate milk. Make this. It is yeah, chocolate milk. It, it's fucking delicious. It's only not I gone because I've been it's talking. Great. This I is just, so good. I got to leave some space. You got to leave some space. All right. Maybe a little bit. You can bring Zero us to back down to Earth. Maybe yeah. it's just that yeah, you shock can, factor. You can just drop us and, and call Let it a 20 just to be a dick. Let me get hammered on these and then give you an actual reading. I don't think you want to do that. Yeah, true. What do you think? This is the best alcoholic coffee I've had that I haven't made myself. True. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. You know, hit the hit the donut shop and the Keurig, Ooh, pour a bunch yeah. of fucking Jameson in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Some better babies. than this because yes. it's real. That's real sure. coffee and, and real milk and real liquor. Yeah. Um, but for what it is, I'm, for what it is, I'm I gotta go eighty. Eighty, all right, a fair Still eighty there. there. So we're gonna get that calculated in, and, and then at some point we'll we'll show you the rankings. Right. I keep tabulating them. All right, guys. So while we are sipping on this, we have again, as I was saying before, a really awesome featured artist, Luke Morris. He's from Australia. He's I'm just gonna say it, he's he's like a surfer dreamboat type of guy, and he's got a voice like of Taylor a goddamn. Hand. Fucking angel, and he looks like Taylor Hand. All right, pork roll to some of y'all. All right, guys. Like I can't remember the drummer from the Foo Fighters Taylor last. Hawkins. Hawkins. There we go. So we want. The, it's not Hitch. It's not. It's not. Yeah, all these other ones. Um, definitely not Taylor Lautner. All right, Taylor Hawkins. He looks like Taylor Hawkins, but I prefer Taylor Ham over Taylor Hawkins. Uh, I'm just gonna say. Right? If it's a vote, 
I'm going Taylor <laughs> Ham. I'm going to Taylor Ham uh, pork roll beer. Ooh. Get on yep. it. Pork roll beer. Here we go. All right. Here is the king <laughs> of the highway from Luke Morris. We'll see you guys in a couple minutes. Enjoy.
All right, guys, there you have it. Again, that is Luke Morris from Australia. You can check him out on Instagram, at Luke Morris Music. He's on YouTube, iTunes, anywhere you can get music. And speaking of music, we have a weird, 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 weird song for you this evening. Uh, we started off at an already experimental level just based off what Zach asked us to listen to to prepare for tonight. You threw out Genesis, Yes, Rush, and then I said Asia, and you went, yep. And it's all based, you found a really cool synth sound that sounded Christmassy, right? Yeah. So that is what was the catalyst to get us into that mindset. And then, you know, we do as we do, and we fleshed out the song. You start kind of going ham, Taylor ham, all over the guitars and the solos before we did vocals. And then I got to do vocals, and just insanity ensued after the base of the vocals were done. We just, and I, I don't want to say too much about it, but yeah. I've done spoken yes. word parts on other songs. This is improvised spoken word, um, free form, just like the flow of my mind, just like not thinking, just opening the floodgates. One yeah. take. He actually, that the one part just goes, yep, that's all you get. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Even though I fell to the ground laughing as the take was ending, because I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever said into a microphone. Um, and I think that's how the song starts. Um, no. No, okay. Well, then, then I really don't know what's happening with this song. Um, I'm excited to hear it. I will say, I spent the day listening to Genesis, Yes, Rush, and Asia. I realized the guy from Asia, his voice is more in my register, so I kind of focused more on that. But I love Genesis. Ever since I got the record collection last year that I inherited, I have the entire discography except their last two albums. So I've listened to a lot of Genesis. Peter Gabriel, Phil Collins, they're both fucking amazing. Yep. Um, and I knew I couldn't really hit the, the pitches that they can hit and the tone, uh, but I, I found a way around it, and I found, I feel like a, a passable approach to it. doesn't sound like them at all, but a passable approach right. to, to sounding in that vein. Um, as far as the music goes, were you listening to anything else other than, than those bands uh, today, or did you focus? Today, I listened to 2112 by okay. Rush. I listened to, what's the yes, uh, Clote? Closer to the Edge, Close to the Edge. Close to the Edge, Close. I think Closer close, to the Edge. Closer to the Edge by yeah. Yes, and uh, Selling England by The Pound. Yeah, that's what I was listening to. Selling Genesis. England by The Pound is such oh, yeah. a good uh, fucking those album. Those are the only three albums I listen nice. to. Nice. Well, I will say this. Listening to all these bands, uh, Asia, uh, vocally, you can tell who they are because he sounds different from everybody else. Right. Rush is Rush. You know, you know, Getty Lee, right? You know, like, yeah. you know his voice. Um, Genesis and Yes are sound exactly the same to me um, on most of their songs, especially once you hit the 80s. Right. And it's then just the difference of do you like Phil Collins' voice over... And even their vocals no, I feel like are fairly similar. Genesis is much uh, more concise. Okay. Yes gets lost in themselves sometimes. Well, I well noticed... Genesis also gets very experimental at times, oh, yeah. too. They used to dress up like broccoli when they were on stage. Like, they're fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. I mean, they have, like I was telling you earlier, there was a song I didn't remember, and I don't know what the fucking name of, of the actual song was. Yeah. But it sounded like a Beatles song. It had off Oh, yeah, you had to go huge, check like, to horns see and accidentally like, listening to, to Beatles. Weird, crazy fucking yeah. shit. And it's like... And it makes sense. that the, the, Their first release for Genesis, I think, is 69, 70, somewhere right around there. Um, and then they released albums up until 1992. So it's like right. they came in right at the end of the Beatles and then were part of that big prog rock push and that, that big experimentalism that happened. 
Um, while I think Yes and Genesis are very similar, I will say I really didn't know how much Asia was anti-gun violence, anti-guns, and uh, pro-like suicide prevention. Right. Which I don't think really? anybody is anti-suicide prevention. I've ever listened to Asia. I was listening much. to Asia deep today. I was playing Catan and listening to Asia, <laughs> and I uh, and and getting laid and people sucking my dick, all that stuff. I was I was a real player today. Um, all the dicks were being sucked. Mine, theirs. It was just suck fest. Jesus Christ. Um, but while I was listening to Asia, I was like, they have like three songs in a row that were just like about gun violence, right. and I was like, oh, that's weird. I never I never knew that. And also, one of their songs, the opening of it is the THX sound from, like, the Dolby surround sound. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious if it came originally from there and the way that they tested the surround sound was putting on Asia. Because <laughs> you listen to, like, guys that do sound in live places, they'll be like, oh, play, like, the Beatles or, or, or yeah. Zeppelin or somebody that's got, like, you know, more of a live sound on their recording. Like a, the, a 90s really hip-hop. popular synth. Yeah. That yeah. sound, I mean. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It might be, like, a... Like a preset on some, and they were just yeah. the first ones to use it, it first. And yeah, famously. and then yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, just kind of a, yeah. just coming in on it. Um, Justin, as far as your part of this, I said when when you stepped behind the drum kit and write your first take, I was like, well, he just like went full on right into that. This was, I feel like this was a fun one to do. Yeah, for this you. was a lot of fun. This was we basically Zach said it, and then I was just echoing him, just be all over the place and crazy because we're trying yeah. to emulate that Phil Collins experimental. Right. The um, God, I'm gonna forget the drummer Neil from Russia's name. Neil there we go, Peart. Neil Peart. Um, yeah. Peart or Peart? I always said Peart, 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 but it's Peart. really Peart. Peart. Okay, Whatever. Neil Peart. Um, he's but, a dickhead. That guy. Yeah, yeah. He's got way too many. Uh, pieces he's way of too good. Drums. He doesn't need all this. Just but fuck he uses him all for of them. being so much. You ever watch a video everyone. and you're just like, you're not going to use that, and then he <laughs> at the end goes, and you're just like, fuck He would have like a fucking rotating kit. Yeah. So he'd sit in one place and the drums would rotate around. Yeah, that's that's the Okay, well that actually gets me another point that I forgot to bring up. I was listening to to Rush. And I have to say, um, they have a song called Working Man. Um, I don't know how famous of a song Working Man uh, is. Neil Peart is actually not the drummer on the okay. album. That's like the first. Okay. Because that just, oh, just sounds like first? Zeppelin. It does sound like Zeppelin, but I was going yeah. to say this. Well, I get up at 7, yeah, and I got to go to work at 9. I got no time for living. Yes, I'm working all the time. Fuck you, Getty Lee. You are not waking up at 7. And, like, this but that's is their a, first album, so yeah, he, he might have been. been. He's, just like, a, he's just a good Canadian guy. Well, I was thinking it was like a Bruce Springsteen. Guy, seven, then, man. You didn't fucking stay up till 3 o'clock in the morning scrolling through Instagram. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Night. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, dude, dude, go, but I don't write songs like that. It's like one of my favorite. I really like the song. I really like the song, but, but I'm listening really to it. it doesn't sound like the rest of Rush. It doesn't. And I was just immediately like, if this is something, and I didn't look up what album it was, but I'm like, if this is something off their like fifth album and they're doing that, it, it made me feel like like a, it was a fuck you, Bruce Springsteen. It's 1992. You've been famous for <laughs> no, 20 that's years. The, that's the first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then I know I you guys said anyway. you got something at the bottom of yeah. your can. Yeah. I got a lot of something at yeah. the bottom of we my can. We did find out there Hit was some the sediment uh, of like milkiness. I'm gonna knock bottom. some points off. All right. That, what are you man. What are you dropping it down uh, to? I'm gonna drop down to 80 as well. 80 as well. All that, right. I mean, I got a lot left in the can. I to get shook that. a bunch there to avoid it, like, but I got a good chunk. Big. I got globby. Yeah. Like, 
but hard. They, did they taste bad? Bitch, I got the glob. We also, we also did not putting. follow the directions and shake the shit yeah, out of it. Yeah, we didn't shake so. the shit out of it like we were supposed to. All right. Um, we, we've got a long song. I don't want to uh, go any further down the Why line don't you on this. just explain what it is, though? It is a song. A, it's, called, it's called Parallel Christmas. And it is based on basically the idea of just a guy getting stoned <laughs> and wondering if they celebrate Christmas in parallel universes and on different planets right. and what it's like and do they have the same things uh, that that we do in their Christmases. Um, that's it. That's just, and it's so silly. It's so stupid. And I had a lot of fun writing it. And this is, I feel like, I mean, did we break 10 minutes? No. Okay, so it is not our longest Christmas song yet. Because We Three Kings is 10 minutes and 15 seconds. Is it? 10 minutes and 15 seconds. This is 8.59. All right, so it is not even in our top yeah. four Why, longest we songs. We make music that's for us and nobody else. hard to listen yeah. to. And we're going to subject you listening at home and in the future to it right now. You really got to um, try. Here is our brunch <laughs> weekly make original a new song every week. For season five, episode 11, here is Parallel Xmas. We'll see you guys in about an hour and 45 minutes. Later. Enjoy.
Christmas exists on every plane of existence. Shittiest fucking thing I've ever, ever, the dumbest thing I've ever said, but it works. It works. It works. It's funny. It's entertaining. All right, guys. Well, there you go. We're going to be releasing uh, three more after this. Three more Christmas songs going right up to the 22nd. And we have all of our past Christmas music. You can go on to Houseboat on YouTube. You can look up under Christmas 1 and 2. It's a playlist, and it has everything that we've put out in the past. So go do that. Get yourself in the cheer. We've got a nice 10-minute and 15-second version of We Three Kings that you might enjoy. You might not, but I think you might not. Anyway, we've got a very yeah. special guest here today, and we've got more beer to drink. This is going to be a really fun, fun oh, interview. Yes. Yeah. Coming back for the first time in two plus years, Joe Feldman. He's been here the whole time. What up? From How Abomination Brewing Company. Abomination Brewing Company. Uh, welcome, brother. Thank you so much for, for being here. Um, I, I see you periodically. You're, you're, you're coming in once in a while. You I'm around. To, you come to my trivia nights here and there. I saw you I see walking you. today in Stroudsburg. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just I was slowly uh, I was stalking him. Nice. Um, but we... Uh, We've all enjoyed your beer uh, yeah, since man. you guys started off, and we have here. I'm going to put down the Budweiser and uh, that shit down. Put that shit down. We have one of honestly, and I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass or fog up your ass. This is one of the first double IPAs that I had. That was a microbreweries uh, double IPA. I feel like there's a big kick right now on like New England double IPAs yeah. and stuff. But when you guys did this, I've always loved Torpedo from Sierra Nevada. It's one of my favorite beers. And I didn't like IPAs until I liked a double IPA. And I feel like you can get so much more flavor out of a double IPA. And this is one thing that the Galaxy Wandering Into the Fog. It's the full name. Wandering Into the Fog. Double IPA from from yours truly over there. Oh, it smells like I just cut down a pine tree. Oh, so can you tell us, before we get into everything, uh, what has been the history of this beer because I feel like this is your staple am I am I wrong this is kind of like your your yeah. big one right uh, yeah the so what's the history behind this guy well the fog was one of the first beers Josh and I homebrewed together and um, it was a random assortment of grains and hops that we had left over for a beer festival we had to do and I say random but it wasn't like 
crazy shit. It was standard yeah. stuff, but it was like, oh, we don't have enough of this. Well, let's put in a couple of pounds of this. We'll see what happens. Hell yeah. And it killed. And then we we first rebrewed it as a commercial batch. It still killed. And this and did is you still on that on that, that commercial batch? Did you still do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that? We did, kept the recipe as knew, similar as we. could. You were smart enough to write down or at least remember what you were throwing. Yeah, we in had there. our homebrew recipe, so okay. we scaled it up um, with a little bit of help. Everybody's system is different, so even if like you have the same size brewery as someone else, your system functions a little bit different than theirs okay. does. So we had a little bit of help with the people that we were brewing it at, scaling it up to size um, on their system, but it's virtually the same yeah. recipe. Now, where did the name itself come from, Wandering Into the Fog? Who, whose idea was that? Oh, man, when we used to homebrew, we just had these crazy fucking drunk parties. Okay. Where, like, we would have bottle shares. Everybody would come over and bring over the craziest shit they had while we were making beer, and we would just get just hammered. everybody that was homebrewing, just like here I made yeah, this ridiculous. So, so 12% we would always bullshit. in Josh's garage. So it'd be me, Josh, both our girlfriends, and then we'd have at least two to three other people. Everybody's bringing two to three bottles of like this one dude would always bring like twelve percent plus alcohol yeah. beers. If I was home brewing, I would be home brewing going, all right, how good can I make a 20% beer taste? Like, yeah. let me just try and see There's if been I can. some days like that. Oh, yeah. I know friends that were like, oh, I'm going to make a chocolate jalapeno beer, and they make it and it tastes like shit, and they just, like, keep trying, and eventually they realize they can't figure it out. Right. And yeah. they've just got batches and batches of this stuff that they're like, well, I'm going to suffer through drinking this spicy chocolate beer that doesn't doesn't work. It's alcohol. Um, Homebrew mentality, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's the it's fucking alcohol. way to do it. I, I, again, I love this beer. It is, it's not juicy in the way that they would say, like, you know, like a juicy, hazy IPA is, but it does still have that, like, yeah. that body to it there. Where, like you said, you opened it, and the first thing you think, and it makes sense that there are pine trees across it, and a lot of beers do have that piney taste, but it does smell... Like you just chopped down a fucking birch tree. It's got this wonderful natural uh, uh, scent. I love chopping down. Um, now I see we do have a couple other ones that we're going to be getting to throughout yeah. the conversation. But there's a rare fog. Yeah. Oh, I'm, so I'm excited to see what what that is going to bring to us. Nice. Um, so why don't you just uh, start off here with telling us what you guys have been up to the last two years? Like, what has the adventure and the and the journey been like? And because you guys have you've moved. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you always moved. But now you've moved. Yeah. So what's going so, on with Abomination? Pennsylvania was, uh, we had a couple of locations. Nothing ever really panned out. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody, yes, ending us, promising us the world. They were improvising? Nice. Yep. <laughs> Good. It, it, sure, it seems like it now that yeah. they, they were improvising. Yeah, like, uh, sure. Well, my, uh, maybe. Yeah, let's do it. And no. it it just never panned out. Um the parent company that we work through, I, I don't know if I should call them that or not, but they uh, we contract through their facility. We make all our beer through them. They're called 12% Beer Project. Okay. They had us bouncing around for a while because um, they didn't have their own facility. They were building it out. So we were brewing in New York. Um, we brewed down at Freewill in Percocy. Nice. We brewed in um, Boston a lot. Um, this other spot in Connecticut. And then they finally built out their own facility. 
and Connecticut's really just like taking a hold of us. Like they fucking love us Hell out yeah. there. They over the pandemic and everything, they bought up all our shit. Like we couldn't even send it out to anybody because they just wanted all of it. And we were like, okay, Connecticut, you want us, you got us. Fuck yeah. So, now yeah. You're, you're now officially based in Connecticut. The brewery yeah. itself is based there. Um, what what area? I know, Connecticut's not huge. Well, but. yeah, so we brew out a 12% beer project in North Haven, Connecticut. Okay, cool. So we're right outside of New Haven. Uh, a lot of cool places out okay. there. Dope now, um, when... When you're brewing up there, how much are you guys doing still of like weird experimenting with experimenting, uh, experimenting with, with, with just like a, a, an odd idea you have? Do you have a facility where you can just make like a little small home brew style batch? Or are you only doing, I mean, still not giant macro brew, but are you only doing larger quantities right now? Right now, we're only doing larger quantities. So our stuff kind of gets limited on how weird we can get by how large of an amount of ingredients we can get yeah so the minimum size that we can really produce is 30 barrels which there's about it's like 32 33 gallons per barrel okay so it you know if we wanted to put fucking hamburgers in a beer like a shit ton of hamburgers like we need to find a source for well i mean hamburgers would kind of be easy but you get what i'm saying if like, you wanted if you to want something ostrich burgers yeah. to make it more difficult there yeah yeah, yeah yeah and then you run into ingredient costs too because it's like okay uh oreos well now i need a fucking skid of oreos me so, too yeah so if you get one let everybody me know. needs a skid of if oreos if they find a buy one get one. one if there's a bogo from nabisco i want in on that all right yeah Holy shit. I'll keep you posted. Some of those boxes might go missing. They've, they're definitely going to go missing, and I'll find them. Don't worry. I'll find them. Um, so uh, you're in Connecticut. You're Is this now more of a full-time job for you than oh, it yeah. was two years ago? Because two years ago, I mean, you were still working like a normal day job at that point yeah. and then brewing as the passion project. Yeah. So now this is taking over where both you and Josh, is it just still the two of yeah, you? Yeah, no, it's both our full-time jobs Fuck right yeah. now. That's awesome. Josh handles like all of our social media and our contact, and I handle like the business end. Oh, I yeah. do all of Fuck the yeah. shipping, like our online so store. So Josh should have been here is what me. you're saying. We should have had Josh here tonight yeah. is what you're saying. <laughs> what the fuck, Josh? What the fuck? He's talking Why didn't I message you? Uh, <laughs> but that's why we love you, because we're a bunch of really big, dumb idiots. Uh, we're a bunch of really dumb, True. big idiots. Either way you spin it, uh, that, that, that it means the same thing, pretty much. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so what has been maybe an idea that you have uh, been wanting to do, maybe before you moved into the new facility, that is now too weird of an idea and is on the back burner is there any like passion project within the passion project that you both have been like oh if we could do this but we got we gotta wait you know we gotta wait yeah i mean it's so there's timing and there's like some of our ideas like you see somebody else doing it's like fuck if we do it now it's gonna look like we were biting on them even though we had this idea yeah three months yeah, ago. Yeah, releasing the Deep Impact right so. after Armageddon type um, of situation. We used to do a cereal beer that people fucking loved, and I would love to bring it back that we made... I feel like I remember hearing about this. Crunchberries. Crunchberries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't think I ever I couldn't got... even remember the cereal. That's how long it's been since we <laughs> made yeah. it. Yeah, we used to make a, a Crunchberry Pale Ale, and that would be really dope to bring back. 
Um, I mean, when we were brewing 15 gallons, it's easy to go to the grocery store and be like, ah, I want two dozen donuts and to throw it in a beer. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot. It has to be way more coordinated now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you want you want decent donuts. You don't just yeah. go into fucking the Weiss market. And just, we did do it I once. Do we did a 30-barrel batch. We did a midnight snack coffee and donut stout. Where we threw, I think, twelve dozen donuts into it. So nice. I mean, it's like, yeah, but we so, cleared out an entire Dunkin' do Donuts. Do They're like, fuck, what do we do now? When you say you throw in donuts, are you grinding them up? Are you just throwing? No, we're whole, throwing in donuts, whole donuts. But yeah. you're putting whole donuts and then just spinning them around and letting At them what saturate. Point? When they yeah, start they fermenting, nice during uh, the so fermenting. Not process? during the the fermentation. We. We did it during the boil. Okay, okay. So it sanitizes everything or whatever. But if you have enough donuts, you do get donut flavor out of it. Nice. Yeah. Now, did you just go uh, classic glazed donut, or did you? Oh, it was a whole mix, dude. Like random donuts. If you don't order twelve dozen donuts from Dunkin' Donuts like three days in advance, you just clear out a Dunkin' (laughs) Donuts of what they got. We had like jelly donuts, skins thrown in there, everything. Yeah, we whatever they had, we did. This was. Were you able to? We were brewing out in Long Island. Were you able to advertise that you were using Dunkin' Donuts? (laughs) Were you able to? Did you get permission from them? No, we did no, not. Okay. Uh, but shout out to Dunkin' Donuts. We used your donuts. Yeah, fuck yeah. Now, I will say that there is a great, uh, I believe they are in Connecticut. There's this great donut shop that I'm going to have to find that's in Connecticut that I've gone up to. Um, and they make crazy donuts. It's a nice, small, like, like a hipstery, kind of like if you ever went to, like, Hello Burrito down in, like, Allentown. Like, kind of like the I've been to donut. Cali Burrito. It's like Fuck donut, Cali Burrito. Donut version Sorry. of that. Soft. I bad-dated that place one day. He's really oh, angry about Cali not, <laughs> Yeah, not even their food. I just had a really bad day at Cali Burrito one day. You spent the whole day and there? I, no. Maybe, I was saying, maybe if you left the I had a bad better. day, and I happened to be at Cali Burrito when... When I really just lost my cool. Did you throw things at anybody? <laughs> Did you break anything or any Yeah, person? the trailer. Oh, oh, yeah, that's a bad day. That is a bad fucking day. Um, so from then on, I'm, every time I see that place, I'm like, fuck you, I'm never going Cali Burrito ever again. Well, unfortunately, our new sponsor, Cali Burrito, won't be joining us anymore. Fuck them. But I think, I think that's a cool thing that if you had, like, you know, like a week or two weeks or a month or whatever to tell, like, a small bakery that does donuts, be like, hey, we're going to do this. Yeah. And then you can actually promote that it wasn't just Dunkin' Can you donuts. legally make beer with blood? Ooh, like pig's blood? Could you yeah, make beer pig with pig's blood? Yeah, I think yeah. the animal, I, mean, as long as I think, as long would as you be okay. I went, in my mind, I, I was you like... you just go like that and dripping. people blood. Like, no, but yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think animal blood. I got blood. a blood guy if you need some. <laughs> I'm just saying, make a beer okay. called Blood we'll, Brothers. We'll exchange information. Uh, blood Brothers, <laughs> it'll be a grindcore tribute uh, beer. Yeah. To the and Blood it'll Brothers? And it'll be everybody... Okay, it'll be two guys making out relentlessly on stage tribute beer. They did that if you are going uh, to freak out a whole room of hardcore people 
put them with like the number 12 looks like you yeah. on like a local mm-hmm. show all the hardcore people show up and number 12 looks like you comes out and he just looks like Mickey Rooney and he's just screaming and he's I still and have angry. that demo I forget what the fuck it's called number 12 yeah what dude, when they did my Sharona yes. I have that yeah. demo CD dude they were yeah. great they played with it was them and Valiant Thor playing at the fucking like yeah. Wayne Stock or Christ, something dude, back these are the all names I forgot oh, about oh they're man. great Valiant Thor Valiant Thor man those guys they looked like Thor. They did look like they I did. saw the Blood Brothers at the Sherman as well. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. The it, Blood Brothers played the Sherman? The Blood Brothers played the Sherman. I was probably the there. I just yeah. do and not remember. It was like... I don't. I, re- I know that of, I was there, but I don't remember the A couple show. of local harder, like, hardcore bands, and so, like, friends of, like... We used to get good shows. Yeah, and yeah, friends... For sure. Used to. Uh, friends of friends of the hardcore, the younger hardcore bands that were opening would show up, and then, you know, you'd get people of, like, Walsh generation, you know, that, that are still around come to see a hardcore show. And I just remember the look on, like, a handful of people's faces that were just, like, New York City shovel-faced tough guy hardcore. And all of a sudden, like, the the guys from Blood Brothers come out, and they're just, like, doing their, like, high-pitched shrieking, and they're kind of, like, already, like, uh And then the two of them just throw, like, wrap each other together in the mics. The mics go spinning around them, and they just warm embrace, full-on start making out on the middle of the stage. And then the mics, like, stop, and, like, they must have practiced this a thousand times, or they're just, like, the most, like... Passionate lovers. Passionate lovers, <laughs> and they, they have sex but with... But Perry Farrell and uh, What's-His-Face used to do that in Jane's Addiction... Really? Yeah. I kind of avoid Jane's addiction just because. Really? Yeah, they could have just no, seen all the guys in the bands, audience. Yeah. They were probably playing with like CDC and Trapped Under yes, Ice, and exactly. then they fucking yeah, yeah. threw Blood Brothers. They, on the it show. Was, but just watching them freak out. But I think you should do a Blood Brothers tribute where you just get everybody. Yeah, I still jam to Crimes. Just, I have the album. I listen to it a lot. It's so good. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> crimes trash is a great album. Trash trash equals trash flavored trash. Mm hmm. Wow. All right, so let's get to the anyway. beer that we have sitting over here. I'm still gonna be sipping, but we've got a little okay, taste okay. cups. I'm still thinking about the Blood Brothers. You, uh, we can God, still think about them. Band, dude. You make the call how you want us to taste these, and while you're popping popping them open, pouring out your little taste over well, there. Well, you know what? Let's do some of these fog variants first. Yeah, because we can taste them next to next the galaxy, to the fog. That works. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just pass around while we'll pour into our uh, cups, nice and safely here. Um. Now, what is the first one that you were handed to us here? What is this beer? All right, so this is still wandering into the fog, but this is the um, Nelson Hop version. Okay. So it's Nelson Sauvin Hops. All of our fog beers get a a standard hop edition of um, four hops, and then we dry hop them with the additional fifth hop that's on the kettle with, like, a supercharge of it. I don't know of anybody. <laughs> I heard what you were saying, but I just want to point out, this is why you watch the show on YouTube. Oh, uh, fucking yellow Oh, is. yeah. Oh, God. So, this is going to look like my pee in the morning. Absolutely. It reminds what me of like, the color of lemon juice. Wow, it smells very juice. different. Yeah. You know I mean? So Nelson Sauvin wandering into the fog. Wandering into the fog. Now, uh, 8.6. What is the first one? Oh, same. so they're the same percentage. Yeah, it's okay. the same beer. It's just the hops that are different. Okay. So the Galaxy hops, you're getting that pine that you were talking about. All right. And you're getting some mango and, like, some tropical notes in there. The Nelson Sauvin hop is real uh, wine forward. All right. Justin, can you do me a favor? Can you grab one like of those little wine. cups for yourself look how, there? Look how and pour the regular fog is. if you have any oh, left yeah, into yeah. it. I want to see a side-by-side it in that camera. It should be a very similar color. I want to see because I would... If you showed me this and I was drinking it, the juicy makes sense on on the regular uh, wandering into the fog. 
Okay, so this is the first one we were drinking. Okay, that's the first one. It's a little amp more amber. All right, but they are very similar. That is so fucking. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, batches will vary um, based on alcohol content, like what grain pulls more more sugar. Kind of like how you get a blueberry and like I, I one's think more I enjoy sweet than the other. One. Like yeah. some grains have more sugars that than makes others. Sense. Yeah, same thing. And, and then the fun thing for me to uh, I realized this, or someone showed me this when I was living out in California doing the weed growing, um, or the weed trimming, really. Um, that the 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 chemical makeup of what makes a hop and what makes a marijuana bud are so Very almost similar. identical. There's like a couple of splices off. So y- you understand the difference between like. How you might get a bud that isn't as potent as another one off sure. of the same plant. It's all natural, so it's going. You are going to have some variation. But this is. I get like a, a pineapple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say I the really pineapple thing. This. I'm getting from so it. yeah. So the base hops in it are Mosaic Citra, uh, Summit, <coughs> and there's a fourth one, Pacific Jade. Mm. So all of those hops in combination have a tropical yeah, stone yeah. fruit vibe. A very subtle, <clears throat> um, like dank pine, almost marijuana, but mm-hmm. it's subtle. And then that fifth hop that we label on the can is really gonna bring out some of those other flavors and bring its own thing to the party. Yeah, that too. is a really <laughs> yeah, is, I really that, enjoy I'm already done hops. with that taste. That is so like I mean, Nelson's both... a really sought after hop. It has very cool flavors. Now where is it? It almost has grown? like a pepperiness Galaxy in the is back too, but it's a little bit easier to find yeah. than Nelson is right now. Are are Nelson, all these Nelson grows himself? Nelson That's grows. That's why it's called Nelson. Um, <laughs> are they all <laughs> uh, naturally Nelson. grown, or are they grown in in the United States? Most of these hops, or are any of these like more foreign like hops? Um, most of these are grown in the United States, but okay. they've originated elsewhere. Yeah. Some of them are grown. Um, elsewhere too but i think most of the suppliers that we get from are growing them out in like yakima valley okay um out in like uh utah or washington state they have a really good climate for different hop growing i will say the taste going back to the regular fog after that you definitely with 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 the sorry the 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 nelson sovin um it seems to cut like any more the alcohol taste as well as incorporating the sweetness and like that the tropical there because when you go back to it I'm just knocking shit over oh, here damn, <laughs> I get a little bit more of it, it tastes more potent when I go back to this off of that one mm-hmm. alright so what other variations do you have on the fog over there uh, I got one more with me mm-hmm. uh, so it's another well if you don't count the rare fog which we won't just yet okay um it's motueka is how you pronounce it Ooh. and i believe Motueka. it's a, a new zealand originated hop okay um real lime and pine flavors out of it okay. so it should and this kind one of give also, off like you a stick candy the 8.6 percent cool. on this one as well yeah yeah. How do you temper that? Like while you are making the beer, how how is it that you can temper? I use, still have some if you want to open it. I'll uh, it using different ingredients, uh, how much like of a math problem is it for you guys when you are trying to figure out how to maintain the same alcohol level, or is it all just in the make itself? Like just like I guess it's in the make itself. Yeah. So you get your alcohol percentage based off of the grains, the the sugars that you extract yeah. from the grains. So you crush your grains, you add water to them and you essentially make a tea. 
Okay. Um, it's called your mash. So looks like oatmeal or like porridge or whatever. And then you drain Oops, all the uh, the tea off of it. It's called wort. Okay. W-O-R-T. I, I hate saying it because I never feel like I say it right. Wort. Wort. Yeah, wort. 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 Ooh. All right, so this one, similar in color. It looks a this little hazier. This is way hazier. lighter. Um, in flavor? In, yeah, in flavor. and This and one bitterness. is a little bit older, to be fair, so it the flavor may no, no, have no. dropped off. As well. I like it. I enjoy it. And you I said Motueka the... is the pronunciation. Motueka is Motueka. the pronunciation. And you said from New, Ze- New Zealand. I Motueka. Yeah, it's a kiwi. Motueka. Goes hand in hand with our Australian music that we played tonight. Yes. Um, he would probably kill you for that. <laughs> yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys, pretty much the same. It's like Mexico and America. There's nothing more Mexican than American. There's no more, uh, nothing more Australian. Taco than New Bell. Zealand. That's it. There we go. So, now, uh, ooh, okay, yeah. You said lime and cit- or lime and lime. Motueka gives off really strong, like straightforward citrus, mainly lime, and then some piney flavors. Ooh, the pine really takes over yeah. your tongue after that, like initial sip. I like, really enjoy this. On the this. back, you get the sweetness hangs out on the front. I love that. Like, well, like I, I grew up working in bars and everything, and slowly had to learn about wine. Be- being a bartender, working at like yeah. higher end restaurants. Now I can be one of those foo-foo assholes that is just fucking sitting here going like, no, well, the back of my tongue or the front of my tongue. But this literally fucking, I can taste the alcohol hit the, the back. So right. I'm getting that while I'm getting the sweetness on the front of my tongue. And it's just, it's fucking... just like anything. I mean, <clears throat> with cooking and stuff, people don't really talk about it. But yeah. I mean, you have to learn it like you would have to learn an instrument. You have to know what flavors taste like. And... Yeah. How it hits your mouth and when to expect it, how to pull that flavor out and stuff. Yeah, this is... Something that comes over time. So, of the two uh, variants that we've had so far, which one has been the the best uh, received, or have they both just kind of flown <clears throat> off the shelves for you? So, I mean, Galaxy is our most brewed by far. Mm-hmm. Um we have a really awesome contract for Galaxy right now, so we just get a lot of it, and it's a pretty hard hop to get, so people love it. Um, the Nelson oh. Sauvin is another like really sought-after hop that people really like that variant, too. Um, and then one of our newest ones that I didn't bring today, I, I didn't have any that I saw, um, Azaka. It's not a particularly sought after hop, but okay. it's a very like mango forward hop, and Ooh, it just tastes like, like mango. candied mango. Nice. It tastes like you're drinking candied mango. That's pretty sweet. Are there any hops that you've like tried to get and you just can't? Like, are there things that are just like too difficult or so small? Like, yeah, there's there's always experimental stuff. Like people are crossbreeding, like they're doing with pot and stuff. Like they're making yeah, that's new where I was gonna take stuff. it to. Like it has to be at the point where they used yeah. to just have like you know you had a Kush. And now you've got, like, Cushberry, and you're just like, oh, okay, well, like, I can go to a dispensary yeah. in Colorado or wherever it's legal, nowhere else, and, you know, I the only dispenser, dispenser, dis- yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. more beer for that one, and, yes. uh, right, right in fucking Strasburg, yeah, right by Target, is there a reason as to why I'm getting, like, a... Uh, like a pepperiness or like a spice yeah like yeah, a bite could, to this yeah the hops can give you that little okay like peppery bite to it for Ooh. sure 
I'm sorry, I just drank your portion of it. Um, no, that's but cool. it is. Uh, <laughs> I've had it. You're what good. is so is the the Botsueka is the is the oldest of the uh, the ones that you have that you that we've tried so far that you've tried so far. I believe it came out the same time as the Rare Fog and the Eleven Lives. Like I'm not giving you like insanely old beer. Yeah. It's all been refrigerated. My opinion, though, unless it's something <laughs> so, that's, that is unfiltered and like consume in the next two days, you know, or yeah. else it's gonna be terrible for you. Most good beer just gets better. Well, the if you thing keep is, it, yeah, right, it gets better. We brew our stuff to be shelf stable because that's our market. Like, yeah, we don't have our own storefront, so and like you said, people in Connecticut are buying this shit up, and they're probably buying like six or twelve cans and going, "I really like this," and now I'm going to put this where I put all of my good beer. It's we're gonna have beer cellars like people used to have wine cellars. We're gonna be like, oh, you don't know, but I've got the 2017, you know, this. Yeah, and you're like, oh, oh I have plenty of shit like that. I mean, it's mainly sours and stouts. IPAs don't age that well. Yeah, but I have I have beer from like 2014 in nice. my beer cellar. You know, we have a beer that is aging in the backyard. <laughs> oh yeah, that we're gonna have to go drink in two weeks. A Schlitz. Oh um, shit, we are. Gonna we're gonna. Yeah, it's we're two weeks away. To... Um, it is not a Schlitz. It is. <laughs> Oh, uh, God, was it... Uh, that whatever weird Polish or German... Valentine? Yeah. It's, no, it's Valentine okay. um, Season's Greetings, I think. Valentine Season's Greetings. It's their seasonal beer. But it was already three years old when we drank it last year. And we had one left at the end of it. And I followed Zach out and we... Buried it <laughs> under an inch and a half of dirt. Like we didn't bury it deep, but we know no. where well, it you is. Took one scoop yep. out of the ground, and there was and a lot like, of put it in. And we're in the Poconos, so there's a lot of root and rock. Yeah, and then yes. we were like, ah, that's all we need. We put it there, <laughs> pat it down. So for all we know, it's broken yeah. and has all seeped out. Hopefully, it is broken because if not, you and I are not drinking. My- my boss has one beer. from '67. Yeah, that and that is beer. why we aged it because we want to. We want to. We should steal the Valentines or Valentines. Uh, no, Valentines. Okay. Yeah, that was like Pale. the like. It's got like the pretzel on it. That's like yes. the only yep. beer yeah, he, he has. He's Eric is sober. You yeah, know? yeah. He, he's been sober for like forty years, and that's the one beer on his desk from. The 60s or 70s. It's, it was his temptation beer that he just Dude, like put there and stared so, at. So the bottle, I'll, I'll take pictures of it <laughs> yeah. so we can show it. On yeah. the show. it is the grossest looking shit. Get that before <laughs> two weeks from now because I want I want to compare that to one that sat outside yeah, green, green, green glass. Just oh, it's, like it's probably a bottle. It's like Dude. mud. You should send that to Rhett and Link and have them taste fifty five. Oh yeah, beer. dude. If you hit them up and was Could've like, yo, I've got it. a bottle of fifty year old beer, they'll be like, yo, we'll buy it off but you the, for like six hundred dollars. No, no, no. We'll send it to you for free. We just got to be on your show or you have to be on our show yeah. you have to be on our show that's yeah the, we that's, want them on our show we're gonna send they'll it to probably them. be like pass that's worth way more yeah, yeah exactly yeah. fuck you guys they're like two thousand who, we're like be on our show they're like five thousand dollars uh, they are my f- fucking favorite they're the greatest they're, they're they're amazing. Amazing. I love Red and Link I, I watch them every fucking yeah, day yeah, good yeah. every fucking day, day. when Good Mythical Morning takes a break I am like waking up yeah I don't know what to do in my mind. well I guess I'll go watch Josh in the kitchen be a dickhead I do so, love, I, I love the pod, Josh's I haven't podcast. listened to the podcast The Mythical Kitchen I podcast, to the podcast. We are now brought to you by the Mythical Society. Like so fucking weird. We've talked about them enough now that I can put them in our tags, at least, for this episode and get some extra views. Of- yeah, sure. I, I, I'm a... 
I'm an addict. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I, I watch everything they, they do. I, really I love, love the dynamic of the two of them. Well, some and of the shit they spend money on. Oh yeah, dude. like yeah. they'll spend five hundred dollars on yesterday, a dollar store yo-yo they bought off of eBay ate, and be like, it was from yeah, the nineteen eighty. Eighty-year-old dog food. Eighty-year-old dog food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ate yesterday, and I'm just and like, how old was the cereal? Fucking the cereal was sixteen years old. Sixteen years. It was or no fifteen. It was the Shrek two cereal. Yes, yes. And they said it tasted like Wade Boggs. Link does get mad. They spend that money. That's so funny. Yeah. Like, not we spent ninety dollars on this. Like, dude, you're rich. You're so fucking rich. <laughs> you're still freaking you out. You have now. like twenty million subscribers in like two channels, dude, and you've you got like they six bought, channels. They, what was that? Smosh. Smosh. Yeah. yeah. You know they bought Smosh for cash. Whoa. They, did. they bought Smosh Whoa. for like seven million in cash. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so that's why they were on their show for like a very. Yeah. yeah, like they had that stint like, where yeah. the Smosh so guys were just on yeah. there. Did you catch their, did their you catch? office? Is half them, and the other side of the building is the Smosh office because oh. Red and Link bought it. But now, they bought it for cash. Did you notice last uh, right before COVID that Gus was on like yeah. three episodes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, more than that. They didn't even that. fucking say anything. They would just be the, sitting, or they would switch him and, him and uh, chase out when yeah. they're doing the fucking yeah. dart game. Fucking yeah. loved it. Fucking loved it. All right. Well, this has been the Good Mythical Morning review moment. Um, what is the next beer that we're getting ourselves into? Well, we'll keep here? it with the fog, and we'll do the rare fog. Okay. So the rare fog was um, our base wandering into the fog recipe that we scaled up. It's a ten and a half percent triple IPA. Triple dry hopped, oh, so shit. it is the uh, the galaxy hops um, standard fog recipe with the galaxy hop. What was that still at eight point six percent? Ten and a half. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, I, I, I no, was just saying other words. So it's the same uh, hops as the normal fog, um, but the rare fog is um, galaxy as well. Jesus so it's the same four base Christ. hops I said before. I'm not naming them again. Plus, Holy right. cow. <laughs> I gotta say, I am all warm and fuzzy feeling inside. Yeah. You make not only delicious beer, but very intoxicatingly delicious beers. Um, Thank you. So we make big boys. Are we gonna uh, Are we gonna rank the fog as a whole? I, I I think we should just make the the, the idea of the fog it can yeah. be one be like one all brain. variants yeah. included. I think because that's fair. I love all of them so far, yes. and I cannot. Besides, I don't even say, know how many we've done. We're we're getting close to double digits if we haven't really? broken it. Oh hell yeah! In terms of variants, yeah, I mean we've brewed it well over double digits between all the variants. But yeah, I've seen um, the photos of them. Yeah, you know, we just stacked uh, across. See, and, we uh, make very it consistent the in the color. Yeah. Bog machine. This one looks maybe a little bit more bubbly. This smells like straight up pineapple, though. Um, yeah, so we, we did go way Ooh. heavier on the Galaxy because triple it's triple dry, dry hopped. hopped. So the normal fogs are double dry hopped. This has a third dry hopping um, at the same mean? rate. So we're hopping them during fermentation or during conditioning as opposed to in the kettle. Like, okay. a, like a Sierra Nevada Torpedo is primarily hopped like when you're boiling. Okay. And that's going to pull more bitterness. So it goes on a scale of a, a typical brew day. When you boil your wort, you boil it for about an hour on a just a typical standard beer. Um, when you add hops, you can start at the beginning of that boil 
and the sooner you add hops to the beginning of the boil you pull more bitterness and the closer you add them towards the end of the boil you pull more flavor okay okay so then when you dry hop in fermentation or in conditioning in the bright tank you're pretty much skipping all bitterness and you're only getting the fruity flavors or the piney flavors that the hops have and that's why you're getting like the pineapple Mm -hmm. and mango and stuff because these are very heavily very little in the kettle for very low bitterness and that's just so shit ton in the dry it's so goddamn smooth like i know i'm drunk right now um but this is yeah this is very nice that is for if you handed me this and said what do you think this is i'm guessing eight we had a small COVID festival uh, revolving around this beer. Where you gave and, everybody COVID? Yeah, we oh, gave everybody nice COVID and we gave them a can and said, there you go. Can and COVID. No, we did, um, it, it was after lockdown and everything, but you know yeah. how everything's going yeah, nowadays. Yeah, yeah. So you have a nice 12 We did a small event. little like ticketed event yeah. outdoors, socially distanced, where we had, I think it was like, rare fog plus four fog variants on tap and then we did a couple of special versions of rare fog we did um a pineapple coconut one uh a hibiscus dragon fruit sour version oh that sounds good damn and then we did uh, a quadruple dry hops nelson version of rare fog too and they were all fucking insane it was a real cool time um this beer is probably our high, highest rated beer on Untapped. Is it the highest alcohol percentage you have done? No. As a massive, like, a, a, as a larger production? Um, yeah, on a commercial scale, I think the highest we've done is 13%. Jesus, 12 nice. for sure. And then on a I fun at-home scale, what was the highest you went? Um, probably like 15. 15, all right. Yeah, I mean, when... Home brewing sometimes the lines get blurred. Um, back in the older days, when you you get a little drunk, you don't take as good of measurements yes. as you should have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some things go a little bit wrong. But yeah, definitely been up there. But you tasted it like it wasn't right. a good fifteen percent. Right. Yeah. you knew it was just like old Rasputin in your fucking face. Yeah, fifteen like percent. Sammy Klaus? Sammy Klaus. Oh. I was I was going to say Sammy Klaus, but I couldn't remember it. Sammy Klaus just tastes uh Czech. I think it's a Czechoslovakian beer. I'm pretty sure. They have it at Flux. Sammy um, Klaus. Sammy Klaus. It is the first beer that I remember. 18%? Uh, no, 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 no. It's nothing like that. It's 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 not worth the burn that it gives you. Eighteen um, percent. I do not think so. I think it's like eleven or ten. Like I don't think. So. Justin, can no, you look I up? I thought it was S A M I. S A M I C L A U. I had one I one time. It's so. All I know is that James O. The we, he and I used to go, and the reason that he is involved in all of our beer okay, tasting. Okay, what do you need to know about uh, what the ABV on Sammy Klaus is? We used to taste test through fourteen percent. Fourteen. Okay, fourteen. Okay. All right, the more than I thought it was. Um, but it is. It is. 
not worth the burn. It is the second beer that That's we That's a pretty high together. ABV beer just to be like floods to be like, yeah, we have it all the time. Oh, they but have that shit on, all like that all and the time. And it's on dude. the menu, like part of like the, the drink through the world. Oh, yeah, world. that is their like, like that, well, that, That's why I had it because they drink through the world. And you know? so James and I were drinking through the world the first time. Um, I don't think I've ever repeated a full repeat of the world because no, I've never once. gone back to Sammy class. And that is the one. It took me years to want to drink Sing Tao again because I just wasn't impressed no, by it. I don't like Sing Tao. I don't think I did. I, it, was, it was like Heineken from, from yeah. fucking China. That's all it was. It or, doesn't do anything um, for uh, me for how hard it is yeah. to get and for the price. Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, I If I was going to drink something that that had the, the difficulty and the cost, I would just drink Peroni and just be like, all right, I'm drinking no, fucking totally Peroni. Peroni? Yeah. Peroni yeah. tastes like saltines. I yeah. like saltines. So salty. It's a little it dry too. Um, but yeah, the, the one of the first times I remember, or the only time I ever had Sammy Klaus, it, it was just like James and I. I think we bought one because whoever was there was just like, this is like a pricier, like bigger one. You might not want the whole thing. And I filled a half a glass, and he filled a half a glass, and I took like one sip, and I went, well, I can check it off the list. But I don't want any more of that. It tasted like <laughs> rubbing alcohol. And the only beer prior to that that I turned down was drinking anymore was Hop Devil. Because I thought Hop Devil smelt like a garbage outside of a Chinese food restaurant in the middle of the summer in Philadelphia. It just smelt like hot fucking shit garbage. Yeah. And now if I have it, I go, okay, it's not that bad. But it was like the first, like, all the hops in your face, like, just to offend you with hops. Like, here's a whole clove of garlic, just yeah, chew it. Yeah, I remember those. I remember, like, trying to get into IPAs for the first time. Yeah, and, like, and hating it. That was they didn't have flavor it. to it. No, then. it was just like, this is 190 IBUs. Mm-hmm. Fucking melt your face off with bitterness. And I was like, why do people, like, yeah, it's like how are you the, obsessed it, with it? Take, minute. Yeah, the 120. Yeah, like the 120. It's just suck. I will say that I went to uh uh God trackside. I was at trackside one night and they had I was I was working the door at Floods that night. I went up to late lunch, early dinner with my buddy Dave Tyree, and we I went, oh, the guy's like, oh, I got the Dogfish 90 minute on tap. And I went, really? And he went, yeah. They always went, have 90 oh, minute on cool. tap. I get fucked up every time so I go to trackside. I had, 90 minutes. Yeah. I had three 90 minutes. And then the guy comes up to us, like, after I had three of them, and he goes, so apparently we just tapped it. It's 120 minute. And they sent us the wrong keg. And I went, what? Oh, shit. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I got to work in like an hour. I'm like, this is going to hit me soon. Because I was like, it's still like probably three beers in an hour and a half. Yeah. Like not like crazy chugging right. it. But for those, pretty quick. And then I went, eh, fuck it. And I had three more. Working the door floods. And then okay. I, I, I. I remember come, that night, dude. I come I to eating a cheeseburger at the table, the table right in front of the door, not IDing anybody. And Dante <laughs> comes up to me. He goes, you all right, bro? And I went, what? What? <laughs> what? And he goes, you good? And I went, yeah. And he goes, all right, man. Uh, people are walking in. And I went, oh, shit. And like, I walked over to the door and I went, and I looked at my watch. It was 1130. And I had been there since, what, nine? Yeah, like when you're 845 and your shift starts or whatever yeah. it is. And I was like, 
oh my god, I've been working for like almost three hours and I had no idea. <laughs> the first time I had the 120. terrifying. Uh, I went to Firefly one year, the music festival. Oh, yeah. And Dogfish had had a whole tent. The, no the sure. Were they giving you full cans, samples? What were they giving full, you? Full pints. Pints? Pints in glasses. They got them in pints? Uh, and the, they only had the 60, the 90, and the 120s. Jesus Christ. That's the first time I, I ever had the 120. And I was, I was wrecked to begin with. I was at a music festival. Yeah. I was on all of the extracurriculars. Oh, yeah. Um, and then that just... Lots of fun. Whew. Yeah, that'll send you over. All right. Well, we, we should give this... Uh, you don't have to be included in this because you're biased. We we're 100. Doing we're doing it as... 150. You know we're including that. Um, <laughs> 150. Um, I will say, for a double IPA, the base of it is double IPA, and then you even throw in the triple IPA in there. Honestly, for me... Like uh, I, I'm, I'm going to try to not imagine that you're in the room with me right now. Yeah, I'll take Again, my headphones. Out. I love, I love. I can still, I can see more of you now. Um, can you put the headphones over your eyes? Like, yeah, flip it, flip the vibe. There you go. Um, I love, like I said, I love Torpedo. It's one of like the beers that was a double IPA. It was the first one I had, and nowadays everyone's attacking with the hazy, juicy New England IPAs. Um, Every variant of this, I fully, fully, big ups to CT, uh, fully enjoy. So I'm going to, I'm going to hedge what I want to say to give it an appropriate. I'm giving it an 85. I'm giving it across the board an 85. It's an 8.5 out of 10, an 85 for being a double IPA. Um, Justin, what are you going to give this? Um, Considering that. You brew so many different variations of this, you'll be able to find what you like. Yeah, in that's, this. The, that's the coolest thing about it. So, is that if you might not like one specific one, you can keep trying. Yeah. And honestly, I highly recommend just jumping right to Rear Fog if you could. Yeah, um, please. Because that's yeah, getting do the job done really good. Yeah, you um, guys got some cream of the crop. Ain't nobody finding Rare Fog Lane. <laughs> nah, right now. I say I mean, get it, but you ain't going. Every time that I see your beers up in this area, I grab them. Yeah, so. we go Thanks, into guys, beer time and we're always it. just like, hey, you got any about You just hit me up and drink them with me. Yeah, yeah. it's true. It's true. But, you know, <laughs> we're um, trying to find them naturally for the show. No, it's so cool. Yeah, like, I appreciate it. I'm not <laughs> calling you out. Just Yeah, <laughs> thanks. My beer. Your um, beer. Your beer. I'll call you next time. I'm going to give it a 90, though. 90. All right. Okay. Gracias. Yeah, Zachary, man. zero to I want to give it a 90. I do. Yeah. But you're, you're here in the room. <laughs> I feel like people are going to talk shit. So I'm going to give it 89. All right. All right. Fair enough. Good enough. I will say that that firmly will. I'm not going to even do, bother yeah, doing the math. That's the You firmly then sit in, in the top of our, our, our beer. Yes. And I want to let you know what besides, I think number two will be the fucking... Peppermint thing tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, technically. Unfortunately. Strong competition. But bef- before yeah. that, with an overall ranking of 81, was Dogfish Head Costumes and Karaoke, which is a okay. new one that we tried I'm a couple weeks ago. I'm not familiar with that one. Uh, with an 80.5 overall was Innocent Gun Red Blood Sky. Loved that. And then uh, we've got two champagnes, and then the next beer is in the 70s, Evil Genius Cool Story Bro Pale Ale. 
so you're 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 above all of the company. Well, thank Just you. Know, our thank last you. our last thank place you. is for loco hard seltzer with a, ch- a hint of black cherry. <laughs> we did that. It was hard seltzer from. Four and what loco. does that have? Not good. It is a total of fourteen point three. Really? They can't do a hard seltzer. No, Dude, because it just awful. tastes well, black like cherry green bad alcohol. too. I mean, like I generally like the black cherry of everything, which is why really? I opted that. It was just like it's the flavor most of them can fake the best. True. I don't trust a lot of them with mango because they get like, like a a, a plasticky thing. Yeah, just like a a bad taste. Um, And then the next one on the lowest is the Miller 64 Extra Light 2.8%, and that's because it's fucking water. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Fuck you, Miller Light. We do have one last beer from you that we should get to uh, so we can can wrap this all up. Seltzer? Yeah, I have it. This is really all right. This is going to be extra good to (laughs) uh, to shake shake it hard. Uh, So, what is the last one that we are jumping into here? Uh, So, there's Eleven Lives and Still Wandering. Um, So, this is a collab with Fat Orange Cat Brewery, also a Connecticut brewery. Uh, Real cool guys uh, and ladies at Fat Orange Cat. Um, It was a really cool beer um, because not only was it good. But both our artists collabed on the can label oh, for it. So who are the two oh. artists that are on this? Um, the the top cat, the orange cat, is uh, Leslie Herman. Okay. He's done some stuff for like Widespread Panic and uh, some other notice, notable oh, yeah. people that I can't name at this time. Yes. And then um, the bottom half, like the skeletal fish and skeletal cat, that's our artist, Sam Heimer. Fuck who does yeah. most of our labels. Yeah, your, yeah. your artwork is really right. Yeah, I've always enjoyed Dope. everything Thanks, that guys. he's done. Everything. I mean, you obviously have had. Sam's uh, a fucking man. He's super chill to work with. He's just fucking awesome in general. And he puts out dope ass artworks. So. Fuck yeah! And you've also in the past had our our favorite uh, Will Savinsky do some of your artwork on your cans. Will Savinsky has done our main logo for us, like our A monster. Yeah, yeah. He, he did that. And for he us. does our main. He logo. did it on my leg. I had really? him tattoo it on me. See, now you're I just, didn't have a tattoo from Will yet. I need. We, I need, we need a Will tattoo. We need, need tattoos tattoo. overall. Speaking yeah. of, just so you know, and I'm just gonna throw this out as a shout out right now. Um, uh, end of January, you're gonna have to go to Dominic Tromboli Tattoos to find out the specifics. But Dominic Tromboli Tattoos, yeah, me too, dude. He's supposed to do this. We all are. We're supposed he to get drew me show, out of oh, we're yeah? show tattoos. Yeah. Uh, he's giving me a memoriam to DeZambo as a uh, Perkins creamer on my forearm. Um, he's got a <laughs> sucky Voltron. Wait, are we really That's great. Going? That's perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's going to happen. We just have to figure it out. But what I was going to say is that there is a very special featured artist that is going to be end of January, I think the 22nd to the 24th, uh, at Dominic Trimboli Tattoos. You can go and get tattooed by the one and only Brown Reclusive, Uriah Brown. Oh, that's awesome. So you get a whole Hell weekend yeah. of availability from the wonderful I'm just gonna Uriah. stop down and say what's up. Just for that, I'm going to see if he can do the week before, because we're off the week after. I'm going to see if he can do the show the week oh, before. Hell yeah. But may, may, maybe, who knows? Promote that for him. You know, get him one more get tattoo. Get him to come on for brunch radio. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'll yeah, be, we'll be good. We'll be good. Radio. All right. So, uh, aside from the artwork and the collab, this is an 8.8. Percent. Yeah, I didn't really look at that either. I like another double like IPA. Sorry, we make a lot of those. Yeah. Well, no, I mean they're. You know what? I'll ask I... you that because I was thinking this early. Double IPAs are the thing right now, so it makes sense. You gotta, you gotta go where the fish are. You know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta go where people want. 
Um, what other besides the IPAs? Like, what are? Do you have any consistent brews that you make that are non-IPA at the moment? Um, I I wouldn't know if I would consider it consistent yet. We've started a, a fruited sour series, okay, called the Harvester, and we're trying to um, focus like unique fruit ingredients on it. So uh, we've done two variants of it. We did uh, raspberry, gooseberry, and mango. Ooh, and gooseberry. Yeah. Um, that one wasn't my favorite. I think we could have done a little more raspberry on it. It came out a little bit tartar than I would have liked it. Um, but it was very good. All the flavors came through very nice. Um, and then the second one we did was blueberry, sour sop, and tangerine. Um, so we've got a couple more lined up with some funky fruits in there. We're trying to like accentuate um, exotic fruits, shit that people you should don't make a get. Dairy beer. Oh, a dairy beer! One hundred percent, you should. You know, I've heard it doesn't taste bad. It just smells. It just awful. smells bad. Look, I've never from, had it, but I'm not saying, from every diet. video I've seen of somebody eating it is always. Like, from yeah. every right. Link video I've seen, I've heard. Yeah, it I mean, like not, you know? out of all the videos I've seen like people eating durian, there's only been like one or two where people are like, it actually doesn't taste bad if you can get past the smell and the texture. Too, looks, yeah, looks I heard weird. the texture is like snotty. some sort of rotten, snotty, yeah. like rotten, we should get one. moldy fruit. We should. Yeah. We can do that. We'll get Kurt back on um, my. I would definitely check the uh, Asian market oh, over yeah. in Stroudsburg. When I go visit my Fuck business yeah. partner, Josh, he's got an Asian market right down the road from his house, and we went, and they had durians there. I didn't buy one because I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with it? But... <laughs> Yeah, they like I would check them. They might have Fuck it. it. Fuck it. Fuck it. All right. So, uh, what else can you tell us about this beer specifically? The brewing process of it. Any, anything that was like, uh, I mean, it's being a collaboration. Is it literally you guys just sit in a room and throw around ideas of what you want to do with a beer? Well, um, typically collab days are. So we're both twelve percent brand. So. Yeah. Um, Fat Orange Cat does have their own taproom brewery. It's it's small, but they do have their own in Connecticut. Okay. But they contract um, larger batches through 12%. So when we have a collab day, we're usually just like bullshitting, drinking. Hell yeah. Um, you know, just shooting the shit. Buddies being buddies. Fuck you know? yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I will say, collab I really enjoy this. It's, it's more... Um it feels more carbonated than the fog in that way. It's got like a lighter in the viscosity. Um, if yeah. you look at the actual bubbles to compare it to our last episode, it's got more of kind of like the champagne, smaller little bubbles in there. Yeah, um, there's a little bit of. Um, it's a little bit drier than the mm -hmm. fogs are going to yeah. be. Um, so even though it's at the same carbonation level, you're going to perceive it a little bit higher. Yeah, I feel like it's also sweeter. Sense. Is it sweeter? I think um, it's, no, it's actually yeah. it's a little bit drier. It's just yeah, the, the I think dryness the is definitely coming across immediately on yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, I just think it's the the hop expression is coming through real fruity. Um, with the fogs, the we use summit hops in them, and summit hops are very much like onion, garlic, dank, okay. pine, weed. Like they're very just like you just listed my diet. Rubber cement. <laughs> you eat rubber cement, yeah. Kyle. Yeah, I didn't yeah. list that, but I'm listing it now. Now I do. Yeah. Now, okay. I mean, <laughs> is eating through your nose count? Yes. All right, then I, then I eat okay. rubber cement, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so... Um, boy. This one doesn't have anything like this. This one's um, 
straight fruity hops, yeah. uh, mosaic, citra, and there's a uh, hop laurel in there. It's another super fruity one, a little Fuck florally. Yeah. Well, while we sip on this, can you tell us uh, what's coming down the pipeline for you guys over the next little bit? I know How you do you said, get your beer? Because it's yeah, yeah, it's hard yeah. to get your beer. But yeah, let people know where where to find you guys, where they can find any beer right now, and what's coming down the pipeline. Because I know I I had asked if you had a seasonal, and you said it wouldn't be ready by today. Yeah. And and it, it, am I incorrect? And in, should I not say what you told me? Is it eggnog? Did you say you're doing eggnog? Is that what you said or no? Um. Yes. Yes. We'll yeah. Just... We're we're formulating it as we speak. Okay. All right. Um. So it's. Still on the ins and outs if it's something that we can make happen. Okay. Um, we're not going to pour actual eggnog into it. We can do the spice, but it you're going to taste the spice. You're not going to taste the eggnog. So right. we're trying to get the figure essence out. of eggnog. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we we're want. Big, we're big nog guys. I'm a huge nog guy. Everyone. That's why I want to do it right. I don't yeah. want it to just be the spice and be like, oh. Christmas spiced yeah, beer. Yeah, I yeah. want it to taste like eggnog. Otherwise, yeah, what's you get the, the lactose point? Yeah. in there. Does the lactose help you at all in that situation? Um, I don't know what it is about eggnog. Is it the egg? Is there actual egg in yes. eggnog? Yeah. I don't it's actually a giant pain yeah, in the ass. Egg. What you have to I've do is it. you take egg yolks and you sort of like temper them, but you have to bring them right to a right before they're boiling. Like, you have to bring them to a simmer, but if yeah. you go too far, you make scrambled eggs. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you have to get them to the correct temperature, and that's it. Like, okay. no, if one, you fuck that up, then you're sudden. One year at Jocks, I made a ton of bourbon eggnog. Oh, from scratch? Yeah, from scratch. Oh, we made Damn. a ton of it. We made eggnog French toast. I bottled a bunch of it for Christmas gifts. I'm yeah. sure you guys had it. I'm pretty sure, I, sure made, I, had it. I made a shitload yeah, of sure actual alcoholic eggnog. One Fuck day. yeah. That's fucking dope. But yeah, so we're, we're working on that. Um, like I said, we got those fruited sours coming down the pipes at some point. Bunch more IPAs, a whole bunch of collabs that like I really can't say much, but we're super stoked on a lot we of shit like that we got tease. coming out. Um it, once COVID's over, yeah, uh, you know, once there's a vaccine or once lockdown's done, then like we're we're doing a whole bunch of shit. Fuck yeah. Um, right now, you can check your local distributor for our beer. Um, it's kind of hard to get right now, unfortunately, because of the quarantines and stuff. Yeah, right. Connecticut's been buying up a lot of our stuff, so yell at Connecticut. Um, but. Fuck Our you, stuff CG. does distribute across 32 states, uh, continental U.S., so Fuck it yeah. is possible to get oh, yeah. locally. Penn Stroud, Brewskies carries our stuff. Fuck yeah. So um, if anybody's going to get it, it's going to be those guys. Hell yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Now, what's your social media? What are all the, the, the Social media, Abomination can... Brewing Company. You can find us on anything at Abomination Brewing Company except Twitter. We don't have Twitter. Yeah. We have a um, Twitter. We don't use it. Yeah, I just yeah, it's, it's a status update. Yeah, so I've always <laughs> like my, I had I had Twitter like the yeah. first six months that Twitter existed, and I had an old Twitter account that I can never remember. Yeah, I had it, it was, but it was when it was before it. they told you how many followers you had, so it wasn't as much of a competition. And I had one post that I made on Twitter on that account, and it was so. Wait, this is just an AOL away message that stays <laughs> up for forever. 
and then I put that out, and then I never... Forever. And then it stayed up for forever. And yeah. it's there. It's so I, so I was big into Twitter. I like until my losing it. My mom Twitter. called me one day. She's like, hey, I saw your Twitter. The shit you're saying is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I stopped using Twitter. I was like, yeah. you know, all right, my mom found it. I'm, yeah. I don't, I'm done with You know Twitter. who Twitter works for? If you have a food truck and you're moving from location to location, yes, that really helps that with is, the constant. Yeah, update. or if you're the president of the United States, yeah, of America. you fucking tweet, yeah. or, or right in the middle of those two things. The only if you're thing a Twitter is good for is you need to tell them what corner yeah, you're on. That's true. Yeah, but Reddit's better for that, so it's yeah. not even that good. They all come from. I've I've always checked Reddit like monthly. I use Reddit all day. Every I've day. been more I'm on so Reddit in the last like month or so. Um, but I've been on it for years, just kind of like I go on and then I leave, and then I go on Spa- and I leave. Space Ghetto was uh, the shit. Yeah. Space Ghetto, no one knows about. No, no, no one understands <laughs> the heyday of Space Ghetto. Was like a a blog uh-huh. where you could be a member and just post on the site, right? Whatever you wanted, really. Whatever. You wanted. Wait, and that's the just website you just keep scrolling. Yeah, right? it's mostly uh, images yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my! But you would like you would get like it's really fucking now. cool. You get like some really cool shit, and then some really fucked up shit, and then some fucking porn, and then like yeah. oh, some okay. really cool shit, like steak and cheese. Just like yeah. weirdness. Yeah, but you like like you basically like, just yeah, scroll through. I mean, the old through. days of the internet, yeah, fucking newgrounds when you could yeah, just like, yeah. oh, there's a dead body, or like, oh, I'll play a game or two. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. It was. If it, yeah. Oh man, I miss it. You it's, do. It's gone. Man, that's that's things that uh, kids today won't to fucking experience. Getting fucked up for the rest of your life space. on some fucked up yeah, random you just link. Fucking click on something. Really <laughs> oh, okay. Ingrained in my fucking brain forever. Yeah. I hope that that space that hate space hay or whatever you found. Yeah. Is not like the like. Have you heard of Parlor? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Like, that's like crazy, Twitter, that's like crazy right wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right it's crazy right wing, no, super like super right wing, super right wing. Right wing. Probably racist. And it, it's just Twitter. Yeah. But it's only crazy yeah. right wing. If Space Hay is right wing version of it, I'm on the ground or, level, or, and we gotta change our or dialogue. Like some weird like pedophile shit. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna figure it out. I found it through like a news article. Yo, so I don't want to be that guy, but. I'm about to piss my pants. Yeah, you know, ahead, Bishop, drink a lot of beer. Joe, thank you so much for being here and being on the show. I'm going to just start doing our sign-ups. So you can oh, go, all right. You can Dope. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love thank to have you, you so whenever much. you want to come back. And now I just know to call you whenever I need beer. Hell yeah. <laughs> go pee your pants. Right. Go pee. All right. Um, for uh, uh, Kyle Monk, one shot. I am Kyle Monk. I'm joined here yeah. every week by Mr. Justin Olimpano. Yes, big thank you to Justin and always Mr. Zachary. If you're looking for pedophilic content, spacehay.com. Stormin. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, true. <laughs> I don't think, uh, hashtag not true. Um, don't forget don't that you should, uh, I don't you know should yet. be participating the in the uh, uh, Whamageddon. You should be participating in Whamageddon. You can go check out uh, our friends' podcast, uh, Sean and Dave Bacon, uh, music, not movies. Uh, the, the second half of ours is out soon. I don't know when, but soon. So now, yes. yeah. Not out yet. He's editing it and he's busy and stuff. I, I haven't guess. been on the floor, uh, so I haven't been listening to podcasts. But what do we know? Go check them out. We do their theme music, and yeah. you can check them out and hear our voices and our musical talents every week. Let me ask you a question that Derek T doesn't end 
all the other shows at moot.tv. More to come, as I said. Big thank you to super producer EJ5000 for always getting us out to you guys every Monday on the Moot Monday Drops. Uh, Again, big thank you to you guys. And and as I kind of spoke on earlier... Um, I, Thanks, I had a friend uh, uh, pass away uh, a week and a half Thanks, ago, Jeff. two weeks ago. And thank you, Jeffrey. Um, we'll get to your voicemails next week. Oh, fuck. I forgot about the voicemails. Ah, we'll do, do that next yeah, week. We'll, do, we'll, it next we'll week. Big, do a big push. Yes. Um, so leave voicemails. 570 570 Whoa is the number you can call. What is what, uh, W-O-A-H. W-O-A-H. Uh, figure it out. And uh, but, you know, my, my buddy Tim, he was the lead singer of a band I was in uh, about 15 years ago. Uh, he introduced me to bands like uh, Bell and Sebastian. He got me really into Modest Mouse. He got me really, really, really into Death Cab for Cutie. Um, we were in a band called Likeness Flow uh, with friends Tyler Chambers and and Chris McHale and and uh, uh, Winkler uh, Annika Winkler uh, now they they this recording is the the original three I'm not on it Annika's not on it but it is uh, it is Chris and Tim and and Tyler um, but but Tim was an amazing musician he was ridiculously talented and un- unfortunately he you know just gone too soon like a lot of people uh, so. We cannot find the recordings of our old band. Okay. Uh, but before I was in the band, they did uh, all, all of the album, the little demo we did, the EP. They did uh, recordings. And luckily, the website that the studio has that has not been active for 13 years is still being hosted somewhere. Yeah. Don't know why. Don't know how. But on that website, they have a minute and a half clips of three of the songs. And this is the the song uh, that I remember enjoying the most. This is the one I worked on with Tim when I joined the band uh, the most because he wanted more backup vocals for me than anything. So we sat around and we sang this to each other a lot. Literally just sitting in a room, him playing guitar, and me mimicking him. Um, so uh, this, this is uh, in dedication, in memory of Tim Bannis. Um, gone too soon uh really awesome guy and and if if you've got demons if you've got troubles if you've got issues if you need help find somebody that needs help sure um so for kyle moko won't shut up for the first time we are not going to be playing our normal closing theme song this is going to be ghost in a flame from likeness flow uh a band name that was taken from bathroom wallpaper uh likeness flow with an s is uh some flower, and it was on the bathroom of his mom's. Uh, F L O S, but you don't pronounce the S, I oh. guess. But we never use the S, so it's L Y C H N I S likeness, but not like likeness, but pronounce like likeness flow. Um, but but this is his uh, one of one of his best songs in my opinion. Um, so this is for him, but it wouldn't be Kyle Mocha won't shut up signing off if we didn't say. Fuck you. Fuck the fans. Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley. Jeff Jeff Buckley. Jeff fucking Buckley. We ride this horse's mane like a ghost. Hides 
from the flame Your emotions seep into mine As you blankly smile Yet mine slowly subsides I'm happy where I am Moving with the sun as it sets Stars will hide, our silhouettes will become one. When the serenades complete, cities will crumble. 